Welcome back to another episode of Black Ass Podcast. Y'all, the podcast so black. If it was a dance move, it'd be jumping off a platform into the splits on Soul Train. Shout out to Don Cornelius. This episode, I am bringing more Karens of COVID, TikTok bets, the all-white party that no black people attended, and Badu, part two. All that coming up on this episode of Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono. Hey Cheryl, alright, I see you girlfriend. Hey man, get your ass out the street. Who goddamn kids is these? What's up everybody? Welcome back. I'm sorry, every time I hear the intro, I laugh. It's so silly to me, but Thank y'all so much for coming back for another episode. And big shout out to everybody that stopped through to the Black Ass pre-show. If you don't know what that is, that's where I jump on IG Live right before the show. We hang out. We talk stuff. We talk mess. I post some pictures uh, from my camera roll. So, you know, one of these days y'all gonna get lucky and see something y'all ain't supposed to see. But it didn't happen today. I was on point today. Um, but I just... Was sharing pictures of what I'm doing in quarantine. Uh, I got some more topics of things I can talk about for the episode. And, you know, it was just a, it's, it's a hang. So if you missed it, if you want to be a part of it, then make sure you're following Black Ass Podcast on Instagram. Of course, Facebook and Twitter. But on Instagram, we do the live every Tuesday at 6.30 Pacific time. 9 30 eastern time i'm sorry i'm like actually trying to look at a map and i am i get completely thrown off i don't know why it's not hard at all i'm making it like it's going from celsius to fahrenheit it's not that difficult but lord forbid somebody tell me to be somewhere for central time because i'm gonna be like um is that high school because i don't know (laughs) central where (laughs) i don't know that time zone what is that why is it happening eastern pacific that should be it split split it down the middle it that should be the only thing we're dealing with all right before i get into this podcast i want to give everybody a heads up that you will absolutely hear explosions and popping behind me throughout this podcast because (sighs) clearly people spending their unemployment money on buying nothing but fireworks because we We've been in quarantine. So many people are out of work. Like, how do you have this much money to spend on fucking fireworks? And why are you this excited? It's so much going on in the world. Why are you busting fireworks every night? But we know it's the police. They're terrorists. It's fine. Anyway, <clears throat> that's the first announcement. The second announcement is, you know, I'm trying to grow this podcast. And so I have a great opportunity to uh, help spread the word about a podcasting app called good pods and what good pods is it's like social media it's like facebook but for podcasts and podcast enthusiasts so what i want you to do is go to itunes or the google play store download the app of course follow black ass podcast and what that does it lets other people know that you're listening to black ass podcast and hopefully when they see it they'll be like wait what and then i'm gonna be sitting there like come on in (laughs) but uh, actually it's a really cool app i was tooling around on it i'm actually on it myself just discovering so many podcasts that i didn't know about so 
you can get on there with your friends. You can see what celebrities are listening to. You can see what podcast Katie Couric is listening to. All the podcasts are on there, but definitely go and follow black ass podcast and just hit that play button. And let's get, let's go ahead and grow this thing on out. So I can live freely off of this podcast. Help me. Okay. Second announcement is I have finally discovered how to make it easier for you guys to leave your review. So on in the description of Black Ass Podcast on the Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter account, there is a link tree link. Go to the link tree link at the top of the link tree. You'll see write a review. All you got to do is click on that link. It takes you directly to iTunes. It's so easy. You'll see something that says write a review. You click that. Boom. Write your review. Hit them five stars. Write your review. Something glowing. Something beautiful. And then boom. Black ass podcast is growing. So those are the two things. Go and download Good Pods. And then, of course, hit that link tree and write up a nice review for Black Ass Podcast. Now, speaking of reviews, let's get into the reviews for the latest review that I've gotten. Uh, this one came in very glowing. I was like, okay. It says, entertaining, informative, and gut-bustingly funny. Hadia Robinson delivers a knockout one-woman show. There are many podcasts with a single host, no guest format. There are far fewer that manage to be entertaining and listenable for an hour plus on a regular basis. Black Ass Podcast is one of these rare shows. Host Robinson has a winning combination of intellect, range, relevance, and relentless and a relentless searing wit that calls to mind greats like Chris Rock, Howard Stern, and Alex Bornstein. Thanks. That comes from Nina. Thank you so much, Nina. This is such a great review. I really appreciate it. And if you want to um, have your review read on the podcast, you better drop them five stars and quit playing because I'm a five-star chick. Okay, now. Before I get into the full trash fire that is our lives right now, I want to start with a segment I'm calling See Something, Say Something. And that's where I highlight something that I saw on social media that I have to tell you guys about. Okay, so the first thing is, I talked about it on the pre-show. There's a there's a video of a baby wearing a wig and it is the happiest, fattest, chunkiest, juiciest, cutest little baby you ever seen. This baby legit needs a modeling contract today, prompt, okay? Um, and if you saw the pre-show, I posted the picture in the pre-show like five or six times, the cutest thing. Here's the other thing that I'm seeing. People are posting videos of their babies being unswaddled and the baby just kind of taking that first stretch and oh, oh my God. Swaddling is where you wrap them up like a little burrito and they just tucked in real tight. I think it reminds them of being in a womb. So there is just video after video after video. And oh my God, I am well past the baby fever stage. Okay. I think you go through that at like 22, 23 and I'm like <laughs> 25 or whatever. But for whatever reason, these dang on swaddling videos are just taking me out. The cutest thing. The next thing I saw is, um, a young man 
uh, his name, I, I, oh, I sounded like a full auntie, a young man. <laughs> his name is Reggie Ohm. Uh, he posted to Twitter that he just got his, he just got a call that his more, mm, he just got a call. Morehouse paid off all his student loans. He had over $150,000 and he added the gift a gift of DMX crying. And when I tell you, I was already elated when I read the caption. I, I don't even know this young man, but I was just so happy for him. But the gift of DMX crying just really put the stamp on it for me. I felt that one. Now, the, for those that know me, no, I didn't pay student loans. I didn't have to do that. I had a Fulbright basketball scholarship. I had one loan the summer before I graduated. And I think it was like, maybe a thousand dollars but when I tell you just having to pay out that little bit of money I was dragging that shit out I'm telling you <laughs> that shit took me like five years to pay off. I was just like this some bullshit so I cannot imagine trying to pay off a hundred and fifty thousand dollars and this man had it wiped clean so shout out to him I think he got um there was the black man who put up the money to pay for the whole graduate pay off the student debt of the whole graduating class of 2019 because of a mix-up he got lumped in with those students who was that man billionaire pays off more house student debt boom i know he about to pop up robert smith so shout out to robert smith you out here really doing the lord's work i'm gonna tell you what <laughs> these kids i just think about how much you can do in your life if you don't have that debt hanging over your head like how you can just show up in the world debt free debt free is a different kind of feeling i'm telling you you just your whole your whole posture sit different you at the brunch back straight as hell <laughs> so shout out to that young man and all of the people who had their student loan debt paid off by mr robert smith at morehouse college you need to start making your rounds mr robert smith it's a whole lot of other places you could be dropping off a little bread a bread, bread, bread. all right the last see something say something story is about miss mary j bly she is launching her own line of wine called sun goddess wine y'all it's a sauvignon blanc and a pinot grigio i don't know why i gotta do it but i just have to do it if i was if it was moscato i just like let me get a moscato what's that <laughs> but something about pinot grigio just sounds so <laughs> like you gotta drop your mouth like you gotta frown and it's like you got shot and you trying to hold the pain in like, uh, or a ghost it's kind of like a uh. <laughs> but y'all i definitely want to get up on this wine because i just want to take a sip and see if i'm gonna do the merry dance but you gotta get into the pictures of mary j blige y'all she we may be in quarantine but it is still hot girl summer at Mary J. Blige house. You get what I'm telling you? She looks good. She is out here stunting on all of us. Auntie where? I wish you would call Mary J. Blige your auntie. No, bitch. This your older cousin. <laughs> 
Mary is out here serving. I'm on my way to the skating rink. She is serving Freak Nick 93 right now. Y'all, Mary got on a crop top. She got on like a gold necklace. She got on these big uh like throwback earrings. She got her hair in two buns, blonde of course, gold glasses. Mary is out here killing it. I that's why, let me tell you something, when people be like, money don't make you happy, it might not, but money will have you looking good, bitch. Money will have you snatched, put together. She, Mary out here looking like somebody smooth sprayed her down with gold dust. She is shining like, we gotta, we gotta unprogram that bullshit. Money don't, it does make you happy. You know why? Because you can do whatever you want when you got some money, period. So, shout out to Mary J. Blige. I see you. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm coming to get some pain on Grigio. <laughs> All right. So, in our, hold up, wait a minute, what happened? <laughs> Segment. Y'all, I'm talking about Jada, Will, and August Alcina. So, just about to record the podcast. And then I was like, let me take one more little scroll down the timeline. And Balulu loop. What is trending? Jada and Will click on it. So August Alcina in an interview with Angela Yee at a Black Breakfast Club basically stated out it that he was in a full-on relationship with Jada Jada Pinkett, uh Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's wife, and that he also got the okay from Will Smith that he could do what he wanted to do. He said, I mean, I I did appreciate that he wasn't like super detailed about what happened, but he said that, you know, he spoke to Will, he had the okay. And he really spoke very highly of Jada Pickett and just talked about how in love with her, with her he was and how, you know, um, <clears throat> I was just like, come on, Badu. But as I was watching the video, August Alcina is somebody who lost his, brother he lost his sister he's now raising his sister's kids and he just had a tumultuous relationship with his mom and he just had a lot he has a lot of issues um and so as I'm watching the interview it really made me feel sad and sorry for him because you could tell he's in so much pain he's in that kind of pain where he what he needs is one of them good 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 titty hugs like one of them hugs that is just going you just emit, as soon as you touch the titty meat, you just start crying. That's a different kind of hug. That's that where you're trying to be strong and hold it in. But woo, once that, and the macaroni and cheese arms, that, that church lady arm, and you feel the heat. Oh my God, I'm about to cry thinking about that shit. I ain't had a hug in four months, goddammit. <laughs> it's actually kind of sad. But the baby really needs a hug. He really needs some support in that way. So I really felt bad for him. But um, with that said, the celebrity life lesson is make sure you got an NDA for these motherfuckers out here. Okay. Because as much as I was all up in the tea, I shouldn't have even known the flavor of it. I shouldn't know that Jada Pickett was in a full relationship with this, with this man while she was still married to will smith even though were jada do you bitch come through the way this man was talking about jada pickett smith i was like oh she put that erica badu on him i'm surprised and he low-key was over there with a little knit koofy cap joint on he was she put that badu on him period um but i shouldn't know that you know what i mean i shouldn't have 
I shouldn't have that information. We've all, I mean, it's been a rumor and circulating, blah, 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 that Will and them are swingers, but I fuck with the evolution, how they're evolving their marriage. I do. I really, I really rock with that. I love the fact that she was getting her, she was getting her life because I feel like a lot of times when we hear shit like that, it's the woman sitting there drying up and the man out there fucking all everything that moves and sticking his dick in every possible orifice on this earth. But Jada was like, no, honey, this stomach is still flat. I gave you how many kids? <laughs> I'm going to do these yoga stretches and go over here and see what this little young man talking about. <laughs> but see, I shouldn't know that. I shouldn't have this information to be making these jokes. You get what I'm telling you? The, so the lesson is make sure you got an NDA. Make sure you're dealing with somebody to know, that knows just because it's your truth don't mean you should be telling my business. Okay. Leave my name out of it. Give me a cold name. You know, call me something like Butter Brown. You know, Toffee Toffee Mama. Uh, something cute. Shit, call me a grimy bitch. I don't care, but don't say my name. And damn sure don't be saying my husband. You sat down with my husband? Oh, mm-mm. But Jada Pickett team was right on task. They was ready for it. They reached out to Jada Pickett's team for a response. And they were like, who? <laughs> I don't know her, Mariah Carey. I, I don't know her, um, which is the proper response. Because at the end of the day, Will and Jada are still married and the world is obviously too judgmental and not ready for what they, how they want to live their life. Because I'm going through the comments and everybody, oh, how could they and why and why and why? Why not? They rich as fuck. You know, a lot of y'all going to get to y'all deathbed. A lot of y'all going to get to 87 and 98 or whatever age y'all are. And y'all going to be like, I really did not maximize my knee strength the way I <laughs> I just did not really put my stroke game to the test. I was really out here playing with my life. Like, there was so much more shit I could have done, but I'm out here trying to live by somebody else's rules and under, you know what? That's another conversation. You know what? That's a whole, that's another podcast. I'll be bringing y'all later on. Cause right now mm -mm, I'm here for it though. Will and Jada, let me know when it's, where to sign up. She I'm next. <laughs> Do I get to stay in your house? Shit. I will be podcasting live, okay, from the ranch. I don't even know where they live, but I will be. You'll see my ass right in the back of the red table talk, walking around. <laughs> I get so lost in the house. Where is the bathroom? <laughs> oh shit! All right, y'all. It is time for the Karens of COVID. If you remember on a previous episode, I did the top five Karens of COVID, but y'all, the Karens will not be stopped. So you know what? We just going to keep adding to the list. I don't even know what number we up to now because <sighs> you hear that exhale of just that's it wasn't even an exhale. It was a sigh of just, uh, I'm so over it. These bras are so fucking annoying. So the first one I want to bring to you, I didn't find out her name. There's just a video of her. It's a video floating around of a white woman in a grocery store who is so incensed because somebody asked her to wear a mask that she is taking groceries out of her cart and slamming them on the ground before storming out of a grocery store. And 
you know, my thing is, bitch, you know you need a mask on. It's not even like, at this point, it's not even up for a debate. At this point, it's not, it's not even like, oh, well, maybe you can and maybe you can't. No, bitch. Everybody should just have a fucking mask on. So at this point in the game, it should not be an argument. And if you're somebody who doesn't want to wear a mask, there's Instacart, there's Postmates, there's Uber Eats, there's asking a motherfucking cousin, there's asking your man, that's is asking anybody else to go to the fucking store for you. A lot of these stores, if you stand outside, you can ask for a manager. The manager will go in that bitch shop for you and then bring your fucking groceries outside. So what the fuck is the pushback? Three months into the into the pandemic. This isn't like one week into the... This is legit three months into the pandemic. And all of a sudden... And people are still having a problem and an issue and crying and complaining about wearing a mask. And she went so far as slamming these groceries on the ground. I am just wondering, where are the security guards with all the energy that they have for black people? Like, where's the security guard that took that girl who didn't want to leave the classroom and she just put her head down? Where is that dude that snatched this baby out of her chair and slammed her to the ground? What why isn't that dude working security at this grocery store where is the cop that that busted into the pool party that the black girl was throwing for her 14th birthday that was chasing and and fucking barrel rolling in people yard and pulling a gun out on kids and slammed the little girl to the the 14 year old black girl to the ground where are these security guards i'm so confused at what's going on like what is there a team that needs to be hired and is maybe that's my that maybe that's the business I need to open. Just a, a security team that stands outside the grocery stores very silently, very calmly. When somebody comes to the grocery store and they want to come in there without a mask on, very politely, some big ass dude looking like Debo just say, uh, I'm sorry, but it is uh requirement for every shopper to wear a mask. I'm not fucking wearing a mask. You get out of my fucking way, you asshole, you Neanderthal fucking move and then the girl tried to go around the, the security guard and the dude grab her by the back of her shirt and the back of her pants and fully toss this bitch deep into the parking lot like a michael vick fucking touchdown pass just sling this bitch she slam into whatever she slam into she pass out and when she wake up maybe she'll have a better understanding of what it means to wear a mask and or She's on her way to the hospital and to be di later diagnosed with coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Don't nobody got time for that. And also, bitch, you slamming down good-ass fucking groceries onto the floor because you want to have a fucking tantrum. That's why white people, when you know, when you see white people and they let their kids fully fall out on the ground and smack them in the face, that's who they grow up to be, this bitch. Throwing packs of chicken on the ground because somebody asked her to put on a mask. But I digress. The next Karen of COVID is, <clears throat> I'm sorry, uh, the woman in the Trader Joe's. I know everybody saw it. There's a white woman in Trader Joe's and she doesn't have a mask on and she is yelling and screaming and complaining at the top of her lungs. And as uh, Trader Joe employees come to, usher her out politely asking her to leave and I don't 
don't know if you peeped this in the video, but there is one Trader Joe's attendant that does a hand clap. Now, I don't know if she's from Brooklyn. I don't know what part of the country she's from, but she hit her with the, like, I saw her shoulders come up and she hit the hand clap. Like, <laughs> she was looking like, sis, <laughs> I smacked the shit out your ass. <laughs> She clapped her hands like on everything I love. And if you somebody from Brooklyn, if you somebody from any any black ass neighborhood, when somebody say on everything I love, trust and believe they are ready to risk. <laughs> they are ready to risk it all. So they are fighting to get this woman out of the store. And then whoever is taping it, the woman then does a whole interview about how her doctor told her that she can't wear a mask because she has a breathing problem. And he told her and people who ask her to wear a mask are violating her rights. And meanwhile, this bitch is sc literally screaming. It's like, she's screaming. She's so fired up. So I'm like, what, what breathing problem where? clearly you don't have asthma bitch she it wasn't one moment that she took out her asthma pump or some kind of thing aid to help her breathe better she was breathing just fine and so i'm reading through the comments and in the comments it said i guess somebody who was at the trader joe's said that the bitch waited in line for like 40 minutes just to come into the store and do this shit so once again, it's just some bored ass broad, nothing to do. Husband probably fucking hate her. Kids probably fucking hate her. She has no friends. So now she's going to go down to the Trader Joe's to kick up some shit because she needs some fucking attention, you know? And what pisses me off the most is, is that it's not even so much she's not wanting to wear a mask. It's the fact that now people have to endanger their lives confronting this bitch now they have to sit in a whole cloud of this this broad coronavirus breath trying to get her out of the store so that other people in the store who are shopping who know how to follow the rules can have some type of safe shopping experience it's just so frustrating you know what i mean it's like you ever, you ever been in class with that really badass kid who just disrupts everything? And it's like, yo, if this motherfucker would shut up, we can go outside to recess. If this person would just shut the fuck up, put their head down or do their homework, then we can all go to gym class. We can have a great fucking day. But because this fuck-ass kid doesn't want to follow the rules, now we all got to suffer. I'm telling you, I'm a... I'm going to create this fucking security firm. And that's just what it's going to be. Because that's what that Trader Joe's needed. It needed a very tall, very polite dude right out front. Shit, I, I'm equal opportunity. It could be a very polite, very tall, ex-volleyball playing broad right out front. Hey, I'm sorry, but um, masks are required when you come into the Trader Joe's. I, I, my doctor said I can't wear a mask because I have a breathing problem and and she just take her by the back of the shirt, by the back of the pants, and sling this bitch. Like, just throw her through an open window into the backseat of a car. Just throw her into a passing pickup truck. Just sling this bitch straight up. That's, what, that's what's needed out here. And I mean that. All right, so <clears throat> the next Karen of COVID is the mayor of St. Louis, Lita Krusen, who um, in during a Facebook Live, uh, 
read letters from people calling for uh, the city to defund the St. Louis Police Department. But in reading the letters, she included the names and addresses of the people who wrote in letters demanding that the city defund the police department. You know, what's so fucking frustrating about black people looking for justice, what's so fucking frustrating about this whole process is the people who are consistently doing things to undermine the movement, to to put people's lives in danger. And that's exactly what this woman did. She's putting these people's lives in danger. And there's no part of me that believes she didn't know she was putting these people's lives in danger. So here she is, a person in the in the office of mayor. Her job is supposed to be to protect the citizens first, period, right? Citizens should be comfortable and feel confident sending in their information and ask and reaching out to her as the mayor of the city and be able to trust that she's not going to read their name and fucking address on Facebook Live. Facebook Live, you know, social media isn't just the people in your town. It's not even the people just in your state. It is legit the whole fucking world. And there's no part of me that doesn't believe that this mayor doesn't know that. There's no part of me that does that believes that this woman who is put in this position, who was smart enough to be voted in as the mayor of this city, did not for one second consider <sighs> Yeah, I probably should name these names. That's how I know. A lot of these motherfuckers who are in positions of power, a lot of these judges, a lot of these prosecutors, a lot of these police, these police departments, they're all a part of, they all in the same gang. What that, what is that gang? White supremacist, Nazis, that gang, alt-right, they're all a part of it. They may be dressed up, they may be dressed apart, they may even paint a little street sign with Black Lives Matter or do some shit that you think, oh, that was really nice. They don't believe that shit. That shit ain't really in their fucking heart. And for this woman to read the names of citizens in her city asking to for the police department to be defunded, knowing, just look at what's going on with the fireworks. That that kind of vindictive shit that police are doing, you think I would be comfortable with the police knowing that I want them fucking defunded? Like, it's one thing to yell it out and say it. It's another thing for, the, for me to yell it out and say it and somebody say, oh, she right over there. She sleeps there. But of course, you know, she came with, I'd like to apologize for identifying individuals who presented letters to me at City Hall today. This was during one of my Facebook updates as I was answering routine questions. Never did I intend to harm anyone or cause distress. The update is removed and again, I apologize. No, (laughs) don't apologize. Bitch, step down. That's what you can do. Ain't nobody got time for apologies. We're, you're not even in, in a position where you think you can just apologize for doing something like this and it's okay. No. That's your jacket? Okay, yeah, go ahead and grab your jacket. You want to take that plant? It's fine. Okay, we'll send it to your house. Oh, you don't want to leave? That's when my security team going to come. Back of the shirt, back of the pants. Sling that bitch right on to the KKK camp where I'm sure she meets with the Grand Dragon every weekend. 
All right. And rounding out the Karens of COVID is Mark and Patricia McClowski, uh, better known as Ken and Karen. I always want to call them Kevin. Something about Kevin feel better than Ken, but you know, I'll go with it guys. Karen and Ken who were videotaped, uh, confronting peaceful protesters just passing by their house not on a not coming up the walkway not in their yard not you know trying to throw a Molotov cocktail through their car just walking past their house the peaceful protesters were on their way to the mayor's office to demand that she resign the same mayor I was just talking about Lita Krusen so in as they are passing these Ken and Karen's house. Here come Ken and Karen out the house with an AR-15 and some cold-ass gun. I don't know what it was. But first of all, you in a nice-ass neighborhood. I get that. But a whole-ass AR-15. And Ken, he looked like a weak-ass bitch. I'm just going to put it out there. Like, he in the house with khakis on. Who the fuck in the house? He got khakis on. No, That's how he came outside. Khakis, no shoes. Who lounges in the house with fucking khakis on? What kind of pleated fucking do you know how uncomfortable pleated pants are and he had a pooch in there looking like he pms and he probably was in there eating ben and jerry's ice cream no i'm sorry he's he's a racist he ain't eating ben and jerry's ice cream ain't no fucking way there's no fucking way he's eating some no-name ass ice cream some fucking kroger brand ass ice cream the shit that say frozen dessert it ain't even really ice cream that's the kind of bitch ass dude he is right but you know, what's so fucked up about this situation and what's so messed up is we can't even peacefully protest. We can't even protest minding our own business. There was no reason for Ken and Kevin, Ken and Karen to come out of the house. There really wasn't, right? Yeah, you got an AR-15, but keep that shit in your house. To bring the gun out of your house and point it at people just passing by, just think for one second. If Ken, old goofy ass, tripped coming out of the house, slipped, fell, finger hits the trigger, that's six people possibly dead or injured at the very least, right? And what, you just going, oh, I'm so sorry. No, bitch. It's just, where is the energy for when it's the other way around? Where was the AR-15 when when motherfuckers was crying because they wanted a haircut and a massage and a goddamn caramel macchiato. No black people, no black lives matter. Nobody was out there with guns demanding they take their stupid ass in the house. And that was a much more worthy reason to pull an AR-15 on somebody as opposed to citizens, human beings walking and screaming and demanding that the mayor in their city who outed and potentially endangered the lives of citizens resign. But you know, that'd be too much like right for them to be on the side of, on that side of it. All right. And so that completes the top Karens of COVID. I just want to throw in a quick honorable mention, Terry Crews, y'all. That's it. He's a Karen now. We've, you know, they did the trade. He got his award before the award show. You ever watch the Emmys and they be like <laughs> the Grammys and they just have the little listing who won certain Grammys on commercial break. He got his, he's officially a Karen y'all. This man on social media tweeted out, we must ensure black lives matter. Doesn't morph into black 
lives better. Y'all. <laughs> you know, I just have to believe that maybe he suffered some kind of head injury just, that's just now taking effect. Because, you know, he used to play professional football. So maybe he suffered some kind of head injury. Maybe, I don't know, maybe he did so many peck jumps. It sent a blood clot to his brain that's fucking up his thoughts. I don't know. I saw that on the Grey's Anatomy episode. I feel like it's some shit like that. But you're not going to tell me that, y'all, this man is from Flint, Michigan. He's from where I'm from. And Flint was fucked up when I was there. So I can't even imagine what it was like when he was coming out of that motherfucker, he, he played hoop with my brother. Like my brother know him. So what the fuck? I don't know what kind of, maybe it's the Hollywood thing. Maybe he been in Hollywood so long that it just, I don't know, but this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. And I can't even imagine somebody who has experienced what I'm sure he's, ex he has experienced, whether he admits it or not. My question is, what is wrong with blacks live better? I'm here for that. I say, hell yeah. How are you against black people living better as a man who I'm sure is 50 years old, right? Who's come, who was raised in a city that was consistently the murder capital of the country. What the fuck is wrong with blacks live better? Don't you think we deserve to live better after 400 fucking years of this bullshit? You think we don't deserve to live better? You think we shouldn't exist in a world where we can have our names on a resume and not have it thrown in the garbage because it sounds too ethnic where we can just exist barbecue, live in a nice apartment, uh, fall asleep in our car, goddamn fall asleep in our bed and not be harassed and murdered by police. You think we don't deserve that? You think black women don't deserve to be able to go to the hospital, give birth to a baby, come home and actually survive and live to raise this fucking child and not die from some complication that could have easily been taken care of if the doctors and nurses just had monitored and or listened to this woman? You think black men should don't deserve to live in a world where they're not shuttled into the prison system or over-sexualized and have their dicks grabbed because everybody assumes they have big dicks, Terry Crews? You think? What the fuck? Yo, he's a Karen. From here on out, Terry Crews is now Karen Crews. I will only have conversations about Karen Crews. Terry Crews is no longer... And truly, I feel like I'm just going to block him. Like, I want to block his whole name from Twitter and Instagram. I don't even want to see it pop up on my feed. I don't even want to see y'all arguing about the next dumb shit he say, because you know it's coming. All right, the final story, which could also be an honorary Karen, is about the Kentucky Attorney General, Daniel Cameron, who got engaged. And the pictures of his engagement hit the internet, and he was promptly dragged to hell when i tell you the internet oh and and as they should uh kentucky is the state where brianna taylor was uh viciously murdered by police officers who executed a no-knock warrant busted into her house and just shot her in her in her bed and we have still been waiting calling for demanding protesting for her justice in her case and for those officers to be brought to justice. But instead of that, attorney general Daniel Cameron was getting engaged to a white girl surrounded by white people. Now, let me be clear. 
It's not about him marrying this white girl. You love who you love. Because at the end of the day, if Chris Hemsworth pulls up on me, I'm going to be Mrs. Thor. And like that will be my actual name on my marriage certificate, Mrs. Thor. That ain't even his name. It's going to be my name. Okay. Uh, Chris Evans, if I catch him at the in and out Burger, <laughs> it's going to be in and out all right. <laughs> and in and out Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But, <laughs> what? I, so it's not about him marrying a white girl. It's about the fact that this man is the attorney general. And the entire country has been yelling, demanding, requesting that they bring charges against the officers that murdered Breonna Taylor. But instead of that, he made a willful choice not to do that. And I don't think he's going to do it. You know why? Because there was no black people in that backyard. There was no black people around him. That's very telling to me. You don't have, where's your mama? Where's your sister, your daddy, your brothers? Where's your homeboys? You ain't got that uncle that's just going to show, ah, nephew, I see you taking a step, nephew. Ooh, boy, you got to find when I love a little snow bunny, right? Where's that uncle? Where's the auntie that's going to come to the event with a perfectly chilled banana pudding? Because she know these white people can't cook. She coming with the seasoning salt out of her bag and just sprinkle it over her plate. Because she know the food bland. You know what I mean? But she's doing, she's showing up for you because that's your auntie and she knows she got your back. Where was the black people? And I know he don't have no real black people in his life. Because you, when you look at that hairline, mm-mm. He don't have black people in his life that care about him. Black people in his life that care about him would oil his scalp, get him a real conditioner, take him to a real ass barber. He ain't going, he going to supercuts. I looked at that hairline and that was a supercut hairline. Supercuts ain't for black people. That ain't our shit. Black people go to the barber shop, okay? You go to the barber shop because you connected with your people. The ancestors are in the barber shop. When you sit in that chair and that you hear that on your scalp, that is you connecting. That's that's like how you know how when aliens are communicating and they making that crazy, every movie contact, they all got that sound that they hear, pick up on the radio and they're like, what is that? And they come to find out that's how the aliens communicate. That's what the Clippers is on black people head. Okay. That's how we connect. That's the same thing. When black chicks get their hair braided, when them, when the fingers is going through and scraping the scalp, that's a conversation. So the, the Clippers on the scalp, eh, eh, eh. come on. That's Morris Cole. That's black people Morris Cole. He had, that hairline ain't had no Morris Cole. He ain't had no real conversation. He ain't connected to the ancestors. He ain't talked to W.E.B. Du Bois. He ain't really felt a Martin Luther King shiver down his spine. He ain't been connected. So I'm not saying Breonna Taylor is not going to get justice. What I'm saying is it's not going to be this black dude. If it is this black dude, there's going to be so much pressure. The pressure, now that he's been exposed, it might be a shift. But I'm not surprised that her murderers have not been arrested. I'm not surprised that officers have not been brought up on charges. Nothing, nothing about that is surprising me. And it reminds me and it should remind us that we have to make sure that even the black people that are getting put in these positions are kinfolk are black people who want the best for black people, black people who also see that there is a disparity in justice and racial inequality in this country. And they want to fix that. 
It can't be that black person that's coming in there that just want to sit pretty and they feel like they are the chosen one and they want to keep shit status quo. Because what I'm getting and when I looked at that backyard picture, Daniel Cameron is trying to keep shit real status quo. All right, that does it for me here. Thank you guys so much for hanging out for this episode of Black Ass Podcast. Make sure you are following the podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, you can follow and find me, hrcomedy.com. Don't forget to get the Good Pods app and follow the podcast there. Help spread the word. And of course, leave the, leave those reviews. Just follow the link tree. It takes you right to iTunes. You hit the write a review, five stars. Say what you got to say. I'll read it on the next episode. Also, don't forget the Black Ass Pre-Show every Tuesday, 9 p.m., 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific time, where we hang out, chop it up. If you have, send me pictures of whatever you're working on in quarantine. If you have a small business, I'll shout it out. And any questions, I'll read them on the show, and then we can have a conversation about it. Finally, I'm going to be starting a Zoom. I don't know what it is. But let me know if you'll come to a black ass Zoom show. I'm not sure what it's going to be, but I'll figure it out. But I want to hear from you if that's something you'll come to. That does it for me. Thank you guys so much. Take care of yourself. Be safe. I'm out. Peace.